Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Another day at Euro 2020 means another official England podcast. The Germany game is done and dusted. Attention now turns to Ukraine in Rome on Saturday night. It's an absolutely colossal game for the three Lions, with the prize being a place in the semi-finals. I'm Adam Smith, here to bring you all the latest exclusive news and interviews from inside the camp. Yesterday, I spoke to the England gaffer Gareth Southgate in what was an extremely fascinating chat. It is well worth a listen if you haven't already. However, today the show must go on and I have another stellar episode lined up. Here's what's coming up. I'll be filling you in on everything making a splash at St George's Park. We'll be hearing from England's number one, Jordan Pickford, when he spoke to the press. Be on our way game come Saturday against Ukraine. We know it's going to be a tough game. Fullback and creator of our breakthrough goal on Tuesday, Luke Shaw, stepped into the Lions den. You know, the last day or two has been unbelievable. I swear to God, I've not felt, you know, this happy in, in, in a long while. I'll be catching up with my mate inside the camp, Josh Denzel himself. We're a team on the field. It's like, now we've got each other's backs at every opportunity. England's midfield general Declan Rice was in the diary room. You know, if I weren't a footballer myself, I'd be in the crowd. And I spoke exclusively to the one and only Jordan Henderson. To be fair, I don't think it was just him. I think, like, I think everybody had some naughty budgie smugglers on. So get out of bed, jump in the shower, brush your teeth, put the kettle on, and let's get cracking. You're listening to the official England podcast. It's great seeing the camp in positive, optimistic spirits ahead of Saturday, but the overriding mood is one of focus. Yesterday, it was the turn of England's number one keeper, Jordan Pickford, to chat to the media. He had one heck of a game on Tuesday, didn't he? And here's what he had to say. Yeah, it was a good game. And for me, it was a good game. I was in the moment and um, yeah, I've got to be in the moment for England. And I felt felt I was there and making the saves when I've got to, you know, and Train hard all week uh, with Marge and the other keepers and uh, to make them saves on match days pleasing. So, yeah, for, for me it was an all-round performance. you just got to be ready, you know. Um, concentration levels have got to be high uh, and I've just got to be 100% all the way through the game. Sometimes you don't have too much to do. Uh, two or three saves against Germany, a couple of crosses, a um, bit of distribution, but I've got to be concentrated throughout the match. Everyone's working hard to keep them clean sheets because... You know, tournament football, clean sheets are key. Um, and they just give us a basis of keeping clean sheets will keep us progressing and give the lads up front the opportunity to go and score goals. Beating Germany was a massive game for us as a nation and massive game for us in the tournament football base. Um, then we just need to 
be on our A game come Saturday against Ukraine. We know it's going to be a tough game. Every every game's tough, so um, we'll be ready for Ukraine on Saturday. You're listening to the official England podcast. Right, joining me on the official England podcast right now, a man that got so excited when England scored, he lost a tooth. It is the Lions dentist <laughs> presenter. Do you see what I've done there? It is Josh Denzel. My mate, Josh, how you doing, mate? I'm good. I, I got my tooth back, been to the team. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. Like I said before, I'm happy to lose as many teeth as it needs. The tooth fairy is going to be very busy if we, if we win, win in the quarterfinals. Exactly. I love the commitment. Now, you had Luke Shaw on Lions Den say, lovely guy, any Luke? We had him on the podcast yeah. last week. Top man. And I imagine he was in great spirits. I keep saying I imagine he was in great spirits. And people, are, it's not that I keep saying the same thing, but it, everyone is in great spirits, aren't they? Because England are doing so well. Not wrong. Come over, smiling. Great mood. Was it's still buzzing uh, from from the Germany game. Was saying like it's one of the best atmospheres he's ever he's ever played in. He said he felt like a a, a fan when uh, when the goal went in. You know what I mean? It was like he it, it just it takes over, doesn't it? When you're winning. The, the, the mentality and the, and the vibes just keep getting better and better and better. Yeah, we're going to, as we always do, play in bits of your chat with him from Lions Den. So this is what Luke Shaw had to say on that iconic win against the Germans. First question, how are you? I'm brilliant. I can see so, by the honestly, smile on so your face. Good. It's, um, I don't know, we were just having a little chat then, weren't we, yeah. about it. And I don't know, everything about, you know, the last day or two has been unbelievable. I swear to God, I've not felt... You know, this happy in a, in, a, in a long while, and you know, I'm I'm hoping that all the fans sort of feel that way that that we do too. Yeah, just echoing exactly what you said, Josh. Everyone still buzzing. It's just great to hear him talk about that win, isn't it? Definitely. And like he he was saying that it was one of them things where he was he's like before the game, he's texting Deck. He's like, I'm ready right now. I'm ready right now. It's like really like maybe like twelve it. o'clock at night. So I want to get to Wembley <laughs> ASAP. I like I can't wait. And 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 then to obviously get the win. And he's saying that just the atmosphere and the coach on the way yeah. back in in the dressing room on the pitch, it was like something he'd never never experienced. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm not surprised that he wants to stay at St George's Park because having been in and around it, like it's it, it, what's not to like that everyone gets on, everyone the, the group is amazing, and the results are are, uh, are coming off the back of it as well. It's nice you said that actually because it brings me very eloquently and nicely onto the next clip that we're going to um, show from Lions Den. This is him talking about the team spirit and the camaraderie. I absolutely love this. Yeah, the experience has, has been amazing. I think, obviously, like you just said, that the spirit of the squad, the togetherness is, you know, is, I'll be honest, something I've not experienced yeah. before. I don't know, probably you, you even feel it from just seeing For all the lads sure. together and, you know, when, when you see us and... You can probably see how close everyone is. I think everyone's so close and gets on so well. And I think like, the way they've made St George's Park as well has been unbelievable. I think you know there's been things to do. We were speaking earlier about how quick it's actually gone. Yeah, it I don't know. even feel sometimes you know it can feel a bit of a drag. And you know when you're away for a while, but I feel like what we've been here for like nearly a month or maybe yeah. over a month, and it's gone so quick. And it just shows that you know time's flying, but we're enjoying it. Mate, do you know what I loved about that is when he said he's not experienced anything like this before. I mean, huge credit's got to go to to Gareth and the coaching staff for creating this environment. I mean, it just looks like the players are so switched on on the pitch, but also have so much to keep themselves busy off the pitch, which is so important, mate, isn't it? 
one hundred percent. And with with Luke, you know, he was saying that like, he didn't really know Bukayo before he uh, before he came to camp, and now he's yeah. like he wants him to be his little brother and and yeah. stuff like that. And then everyone, even Raz, come on the show and was like, I've started, you know, what I mean, like linking up and, and spending more time with people that I maybe didn't know as well who I've been to camps with before. And it's just they've curated this this environment where. It's just so easy to knock about with people, so easy to to build new friendships, and and we're seeing that like not just in and around the camp, on the pitch, on the coach, the banter's flying between everyone. There, you know, what I mean, it's not just like all right, we're we're a team on the field. It's like now we've got each other's backs at every opportunity. And mate, the chemistry between us is improving so much week on week. It's <laughs> almost like you knew what I was gonna say next. Read the script because I was about to talk about Bakayo Saka. Because if anyone didn't watch Lions Den, this was superb. Here is Luke Shaw talking about Bakayo Saka. We, we talked a lot about like the relationships and, and the morale in the camp. Like you came over and you look at the golf and you said, ah, is, is Bakayo going to be involved and stuff? And it's seeing someone like Bakayo and you called him like your little brother on, on, on Instagram posts. You, you came over and said, listen, we love him. Like Everyone loves him. How nice is it to see someone like that come in and thrive in a squad like this? Honestly, mate, I love him. <laughs> I can see his... I'd just love it if he was, like, my child or something. Honestly, <laughs> I love him like that. He's... I feel like you could ask anyone in the squad and everyone would say the same thing. Oh, what a, what a good guy he honestly is. Yeah. He's, you know, obviously, I didn't know him before i come to the camp and yeah. I didn't know what he would be like, but honestly, I've gotten so well with him. Like I said, he's just... I'd love him to be my brother. He's, he's so cool. He's so funny. He makes everyone laugh. And he don't mean it. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's not like a loud person, but yeah. he's just the way he is, the, 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 even the way he speaks, he's just so <laughs> funny, mate. And I think like someone like that in the camp is good to have. And I think, yeah. you know, he, he, he gets everyone laughing and, you know, we just all, all love him and, and appreciate the way he is. And he can also ball. Oh, he's, he's unbelievable, isn't he? Yeah, he's... And he's still only 19. That's the scary thing. And I think he just takes everything in his stride. You know, he's not phased by anything um, and of course when he come in he was, he's been brilliant so far and you know I keep telling him hopefully he keeps he keeps it up and he he keeps impressing everyone mate this seems to be a bit of a theme doesn't it everyone loving <laughs> Bakayo Saka and sort of like looking after him in a way isn't it like younger brother vibe <laughs> definitely like everyone we've had on Lions Den is like oh mate did you see what Bakayo done here did you see yeah. what Bakayo done there we love Bakayo and like I, I don't know what he's doing what's in the water here that, that Bakayo's been feeding them because they, they, they all love him and I think that's like I guess he, he does give off the younger brother vibes like, I, yeah. I, I, I remember meeting Bakayo outside the Emirates years ago and when okay. he was just a, a young kid, and I remember that he remembered that. It's just he's got one of them personalities that just yeah. clicks with people. Do you know what I mean? And that's it's just he's a lovely character to have around the camp. Even yeah. when you know when when he, he comes over, he has a little knockabout. He causes a mischief. Like he is he is like that younger brother that you go go on do that, and he goes yeah why not? And it's, yeah. it's, 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 he's an unbelievable character. I remember seeing the arrivals video that England did when all the players came and Bakayo was just greeting them <laughs> oh, saying, yeah. have you got all your documents? And everyone just loved him. It's, it's really nice to see that. And of course, you must have loved hearing that Luke Shaw and a lot of the boys are big Love Island fans because of course, <laughs> you're there working for England and of course you're ex-Love Island. So I mean, that just must have been, you know, patting the back to you there. <laughs> yeah, do you know what is? I, I think the good thing was obviously when I was in Love Island, it was, um, it was World Cup in Russia yeah. 2018. I remember so you telling me it, about it, this actually. It's a weird one because obviously I, I missed that tournament. So I know what the guys in, in Love Island go, 
everything. They always come to me for like those little bits, tidbits of information. What's it really like? What's going on yeah. here? What do they find out about the scores? And I'm like, geez, they won't know a thing. But it's 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 another way just to bring the players together. They all watch it on the big screen together on the sofas, and it's 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 something to chat about and keep them busy. And the other thing I wanted to ask you, you are of course at eyes and ears there. Um, so tell us what's been going on because it's quite a big logistical change now, isn't it? Players, I believe, at the time of recording, they're traveling to Rome tomorrow. So big, big change, isn't it, for the players? This. Yeah, big change. No Wembley heading down um, to Rome, and they'll uh, they'll set up there for the game and come back straight after the game. It's uh, it's it's huge. It's, it's massive. It's gonna be it's gonna be different. Luke was saying. Do you know what I mean? If it it's one of those ones where you get used to something. you get used to winning in a certain way, yeah, and they're gonna have to just so have to work out. All right, okay. Some things are changing, but the mentality stays the same. The vibes stay the same. The results stay the same. Yeah, that's really interesting. That and just finally, mate, just remind all the listeners where they can watch Lions Den and what you've got coming up. I imagine you've got a special one tomorrow. Special one departure day show. The first one where they're not going to be heading down to London. They're going to be heading to yeah. Rome, Stadio Olimpico. Um, we're going to. Uh, we're not. We're not exactly sure who we're going to get, but it's always good fun because they they kind of roll onto the bus and they turn around and they say, "Ah, oh, did we fancy it today?" So um, hopefully they'll be in good spirits and it'll be a great show. Brilliant, mate. Thoroughly looking forward to seeing that, and we'll catch up very soon. And mate, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for an England win. Absolutely. It was the turn of Declan Rice to sit down in the diary room yesterday. What a performance from him and his midfield partner, Calvin Phillips. Both played with such confidence and composure whilst on yellow cards for long periods of the game. Here's what Dex spoke about. Hi guys, Declan Rice here. Uh, and as you can see, this is the diary room. It's been incredible. Woke up today knackered, exhausted, reflecting on what a night it was, not only for us as the players, the manager, the staff, but... The nation as well, you know, us as players, we see all the videos, we see all you guys celebrating. It gives us that extra fire in our belly to go out there and perform even more. You know, if I weren't a footballer myself, I'd be in the crowd. So I kind of understand their emotions. If we give that back to them, you know, it's, it's us doing our job, but then they're happy at the end of the day as well. When we went 1-0 up, Raz done a celebration that made us run around the half the stadium. We were all chasing him round. And uh, the managers just said, we need to stay composed, stay calm. And, Obviously, we looked up at the clock, it was 15 minutes to go and we knew Germany were going to throw everything at us and we knew we probably needed one more goal and obviously that goal came, the place erupted, defended so well, we were strong, Pickers made some great saves and in the end it was just such an, an amazing day, probably the best day of my career so far, if I'm being honest. You read stuff where people write you off and obviously say stuff that you're not good enough, you're coming up against people like Cruz and Goretzka and Gundogan and they're saying that me and Calv won't be able to compete against them and... You kind of just put that to the back of your mind, but always remember it. Before the game, we both said to each other, let's just go out there and have it. <laughs> and, and that's what we've done, being honest. And, you know, we wanted to fight for every ball. You know, it was crucial in there because it was a 2v2 in midfield. So we had to fight for every ball, every tackle, every header. And today, the, the boys that obviously on recovery, we had to come down at 11. Um, a little quick meeting with the manager about last night, talking about the focus towards the next game. And then into recovery mode where... You know, you do stuff with Suzanne, who's like a movement coach. You then go in the pool, you get treatment, or you do like triggers with like balls and bands. Get the balls into your hips and your glutes and your groins to release yourself. And then we also got in the pool and had a laugh as well, a bit of volleyball. I'm sure you'll be seeing that soon. Yeah, you know what? What time did we get back last night? We got back, what, quarter, was it like half 11 now? A couple of people saying, let's get Love Island on in the, uh, in the physio room to watch the catch up. Obviously the nations, watching the games but as well the only other thing on the telly is Love Island we're just kind of connected with that the group's so together and I think in a tournament situation like this it's, 
it's so important, annoying not to have Mace around, obviously the situation, 10 days isolation. Went really quick actually, compared to when we see him, and then obviously he went into the isolation period, then come out, it actually went really quick. But then obviously Shorey stepped up, and we're, uh, we're really good mates, me and Luke, so uh, yeah, he stepped up and played a big part in Mace's absence. <laughs> For us as midfielders, knowing that you have that behind you, you can go about your work, and I think it's just in your mind, knowing positions to take up, being two steps ahead of where you think the ball's gonna go, and trying to put yourself in a position. It's like a skill, really, of, of reading where the ball's gonna go. We know in our minds, the objective, what we want to do as a team, and we know what's there. You know, it's it's, it's in our hands. You know, it's it's only down to us to go out there and put in a performance. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yesterday, I had the pleasure of catching up with midfielder and vice-captain Jordan Henderson. What a brilliant professional he's been on and off the pitch for a number of years now. Here's what we spoke about. I'm pleased to say joining me on the official England podcast now is Liverpool captain, one of the most experienced members of the England squad and, of course, a man who recently received an MBE. It is, of course, Jordan Henderson. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing, mate? Very good, thanks. It is, of course, two days after the match. So just tell us what's been going on in camp today. Um, well, for the for the lads that played the other day, it was quite light session for them. Um, the lads that didn't play were um, done, a, done a little bit more. So it was a decent session. Um, but just preparing for the for the game Saturday as best we can. Before we talk about the game on Saturday, which is obviously such a huge game, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the England-Germany match. I was lucky enough to be there and it, it was just an incredible occasion. You've obviously achieved so much in your career and won some huge trophies. I just wonder where that day ranked for you in terms of everything you've achieved because it was just such a special atmosphere at Wembley, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great day. A great day. It was probably the best atmosphere I've heard at Wembley, even though it was only, I think, 45,000. It was a great atmosphere um, and I think uh, the lads helped with that in terms of the performance um, which the crowd came with us and um, yeah it makes a big difference it makes a big difference and and hopefully if we can we can do our job and we can get a good performance and a good result Saturday we can we can go back there but the focus is on Saturday that's all the focus is on you know it's a big test a big game 
Um, and that'll be difficult, so we need to be at 100% if I want to get through to the next round. Yeah, there were so many great videos and, and pictures and memes and everything from, from that day. There's a lovely video of you celebrating with Gareth <laughs> as Harry Kane scores. It's, it's just It just emphasises the team spirit, which, which every player I've spoken to has said how good it is. I just wanted to wonder what was going through your head and your emotions um, when that goal hit the back of the net and that embrace that you had with Gareth, because the fans loved seeing that. Yeah, listen, we are very close as a group of players and and, and when you don't play, it can, it can be difficult. But when you, when you come to a match day, everyone's in it together. And you can see the celebrations of the, of the subs on the on the touchline when the first and the second goal went in. Yeah. That's really important, especially in a tournament football. Uh, you need everybody. Um, and that's certainly been the case um, in this tournament so far. So that needs to continue because you never know when you need it and you need to be ready for when you need to come on to make an impact and when you're not playing, you need to support the lads that are and, and try and help them as much as possible within the game or half-time and before the game. So, um, yeah, really positive. You know, it was a fantastic performance, but we haven't we haven't achieved anything yet um, and we've still got a long way to go. So, fo- full focus on Ukraine, who, like I say, it'll be a really difficult test. Um, and anybody that says that it won't be uh, delusional, really, it's... Yeah. It's. Um, I know people will say, well, it would be Germany and Ukraine. Now, you can't underestimate the the importance of this game and how um, good of a team Ukraine and how hard it'll be against them. So mm. we're fully prepared and fully aware of that. Um, and we just need to go out there and, and give absolutely everything again and hopefully that's enough to get us through. It's interesting because Gareth Southgate was our guest on yesterday's podcast and he said exactly that, that um, obviously a lot's been made in the media that England have beaten Germany and, and, and now it's Ukraine, but you can't get carried away and it, you need to remain focused. So is that is that something that's been spoken about a lot within camp that you know there are no easy games at this stage of the tournament and it can't be taken lightly? Yeah, definitely. There's no easy games at all, like you see within mm. within this tournament for sure. Um, within football in general really it's always going to be difficult um, and, and especially when you get to the knockout stages of, of European Championships now quarter-final um, you've seen Ukraine um, I think not so long ago beat Portugal so um, yeah I think it'll be very, it's a totally different test um, for us as a team um, and we need to prepare for that and we need to make sure we're ready not only physically but mentally as well. Jordan, it's interesting hearing about obviously focuses now on the next game as it quite rightly should be. Do you as players get enough time to actually uh, appreciate what happened the other night or do, do you have to just focus on the next game? Because Gareth said that he was almost a party pooper straight away in the dressing room saying, right, this is done now, we have to look ahead. So a uh, nights like, like Tuesday, ones that you, you don't get a chance to celebrate until really after the tournament. Yeah, I'm probably the biggest party pooper of everyone, to, be, to be honest. Are you? really? Um, <laughs> but, you listen, you've got, you got to enjoy winning games as well. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in the dressing room after the game, of course, it was a nice feeling and, and you've got to enjoy them moments. But I feel like when you walk out the dressing room, the focus is definitely on the next game. Um, and, and that's how it needs to be right up until the very end. Um, so, yeah, we've still got... We've still got a big game, a big test ahead of us, and that's all the focus is on. You can't dwell on what what's happened, you know, and and that goes for when when it's not a not so good performance. You can't get too low about it. When it is a really good performance, you can't get too high. You've got to try and keep a balance and an even balance, um, and just continue to focus on what's important and what we can control, and that is performance. Um, from start to finish on Saturday, it needs to be at a high level if we want to get through to the to the semi final. 
Yeah, it's a bit more of a light-hearted question, this, but Gareth did reveal to me that on the uh, manage, on the coach's team bus on the way back, that uh, Marge was on the decks and was playing 80s music on the way back. Um, I just wonder, because obviously you're on different coaches, uh, what was being done on the coach back to St George's Park? Did you have Sweet Caroline on repeat or, or not? No, those, to be to be honest, on the on the front of the bus, there's a few of us with Tyrone Mings was on the, on the decks there. Um, was he? On, on, at the back, I'm not sure who was on the, their, their music, but at the front, yeah, Mings, he was... Mings, who was um, banging out some tunes, to be fair. Love that. What was he playing? Mostly old school R&B. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. And I've got to pick up on a few things that we've seen today in training. Um, one of the clips you put from England's social media channels, don't don't mind a finishing drill now and again. <laughs> you had your shooting boots on today, didn't you? Yeah, that was, I think that was yesterday. But yeah, it's it nice, you know, to do a little bit of shooting now and again, shooting drill and the lads that, that didn't play the other night. So um, just a bit of fun at the end of training and... Um, yeah, there was a couple of nice strikes in there. Yeah, well, weren't there? And the other thing that I've almost, a lot of people want me to ask you, the other video that we saw during the rounds was uh, water volleyball. And a lot of people are asking if Declan Rice was wearing leopard print speedos. So can you confirm if that is true? I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think it is true, actually. I think, is but it? I don't think... These are the questions our, our listeners want to know. Can to you be believe? fair, I don't think it was just him. I think, like, I was think everybody had some naughty budgie smugglers on. Didn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> Naughty yeah, I think everybody had a different pattern or different whatever. So, yeah, Declan oh. might have had the leopard ones on. I love the way you said that. And it's a question I've been asking all your players. I just wonder what Jordan Henderson's doing in his downtime because it, it does look class how much has been uh, put on at St George's Park, and that's really important, isn't it? I just wonder what you are doing uh, to keep yourself busy on, on what is uh, what is a long tournament. Yeah, it's they've done a great job at St George's. You know, we've got a basketball court, darts, table tennis, pool, couple of films that have been put on the big screen and stuff like that in the afternoons for the lads to watch. Um, now Love Island started, there's a little screening on the night time when we're getting treatment for that. So there's there's, <laughs> there's a few bits and bobs that we've, we've been keeping ourselves busy doing. So yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to spend some time outside when you finish training together and, 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 and play some games or whatever or watch, watch a film. It's, it's good to, to, to get that sort of bonding timing as well. Yeah, a couple of lads have said to me you're one of the best at darts. Are you the, are you the darts king in the England team? Would you say? Um, not sure. I'm the king, but I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, okay. I love the way you ask that <laughs> modestly. Um, I want to speak to you as well about uh, how you see your responsibility as one of the senior players because it's such a young squad and a lot's made about how many players are making their tournament debut. Although a lot of the young players seem absolutely fearless in this tournament, but do you and, and Harry and um, and Jordan and players like that have a responsibility? Do you, do you knock on people's doors and and, and give them advice for, for what is their first tournament? How does it work? Not really. I still I feel like we have got a lot of young players, but at the same time, I feel as though they've played in a lot of big games and they have big game experience as well. So they know what's expected. You know, they know every day the level of training that 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 it needs to be. Um, I see the lad. I see a lot of lads in the gym and stuff before training and after training, which is good. Um, and there's yeah, there's the the. the the training has been really good so far and that needs to continue right through the till the end of the tournament. But yeah, everybody's pushing each other, everybody wants to play of course. Um but at the same time everybody's together and that's the most important thing, like I said before, when you're in a tournament and you're with each other all the time. But in terms of speaking to the young lads, yeah, of course I'll speak to certain people that if I feel as though I can help them in any way, but but at the same time I feel as though there's so, so so many good young players anyway that they just need to continue doing what they're doing. 
Uh, let's look ahead to the game. Of course, as we alluded to earlier, Ukraine in Rome on Saturday night. So first um, match away uh, from Wembley uh, with obviously less fans. So how much of an impact will that have? What sort of challenge will that possess? Well, it's, again, it's a, it's a different challenge to what we've been used to over the past few weeks with it being at Wembley. Um, so, yeah, maybe the atmosphere is, it won't be as good or there might be less fans in the crowd and things like that. But you've got to try and create your own atmosphere and your own intensity on the pitch and that's going to be important. Um, and just focus on the game. You know, I think a lot of us will be used to playing without any fans within the past year or, or so anyway. So it's nothing nothing new. Um, and we've just got to go out there, put on a real good performance. And if we do that, then we'll have a good chance of getting through to the semi-final. Obviously, you're a key member of the, the World Cup squad, uh, Jordan. Are you starting to see parallels? Because when, when I walked out of Wembley, one of the overriding emotions that I felt after the Germany game was I haven't seen so many people in this country that happy for such a long period of time. The whole nation seems to be really embracing this tournament. Are you starting to sense that something special is happening and are there parallels that you're seeing from the World Cup in Russia? Well, you can see the excitement and the joy that it brings when you do win to the, mm. to the nation, really. And we could see that in Russia from afar when we're winning games and getting further through the tournament, how much joy that was bringing to people. So, yeah, a little bit similar this time round, but, um, yeah, we've still got a long way to go and, and we can't get carried away. Like I said, we haven't achieved anything yet. Um, so we've got to keep our feet on the ground and just keep putting in good performances and, and trying to progress through to the next round. But, of course, it's nice to put smiles on people's faces, especially um, with what's happened in the last 18 months. So football can... Yeah, change people's moods drastically and, and help with that. So it's, yeah. it's been real positive so far and we need to try and continue to do that. It's, it's my last question really. It's just really what I wanted to say if you had a specific message to fans. And it's, it's just amazing hearing that just how aware you are of players of just what I suppose what success in this tournament could do uh, for the mood of this country after such a, a, a tough couple of years. So I just wondered finally what your message would be to all the fans that will be watching this huge game on Saturday night. Well, I think they've been amazing. You know, I think at Wembley the other day made a real difference and a real big impact. And I know that's going to be more difficult when we're we're in Rome, but the lads will give it everything um, to get through to the semi-final, and hopefully we can we can do that. But I'm sure with everybody will be supporting back here, watching it on the big screens, um, and hopefully we can make the nation proud and come back with a win. Brilliant. And Jordan, just from all of us here, congrats on everything you're doing on and off the pitch as well. Of course, you've got your MBE, so I imagine that was a particularly proud day for you as well. So thank you very much for joining us. And on behalf of us all, all the best for the next game. Cheers, Smithy. Thank you. You're listening to the official England podcast. Well, that's the end of Extra Time and Penalties today, as it was such a jam-packed episode. It was fantastic speaking to Jordan Henderson, an incredible leader and role model within the camp. We'll be back tomorrow on Match Day to look ahead to England against Ukraine in Rome. We'll be joined by Ukrainian football expert Andrew Todos, who will be giving us his insights into the Ukrainian team ahead of kickoff, And of course, we'll have another huge name joining us as well. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you get a daily nudge whenever a new episode goes live. Pretty sweet deal, that, isn't it? All that's left for me to say is see you tomorrow. Stay safe and come on, England. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.